Welcome to another episode of Wheel of Horror, the podcast where two best friends spin a wheel every day leading up to Halloween. It chooses the horror movie and they discuss it. Today we're talking about 2014's Creep, which was directed by Patrick Bryce. I'm your co-host, Alec. I'm Eric. And this is probably the shortest movie I think we've ever done, ever, ever. Aside from like, and this wasn't even short, we did like three Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. So this is definitely the shortest thing we've ever done, I think shortest feature probably for sure for sure hour and 17 minutes that's very short i like it doesn't doesn't you know waste your time you know it's like hey we're here we're making a movie boom 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 you're out it's quick you didn't finish your popcorn you didn't finish your popcorn i mean if this was the alamo draft house when i was in theaters i don't think i would have they'd be serving food still yeah exactly um this is your first time seeing it right oh yeah first time you never heard of it never heard of it Okay. All right. So let's let's just. I want to ask you a couple of things then. So, do you know anything about the Duplass brothers? No. Okay. So they're like um. It's it's the guy that plays uh, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know. He's from the Morning Show, and I actually just saw a rerun of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune the other night, and he was oh. on it, and I was like, Oh my god, that's the guy from the Morning Show. And then I started this. I was like, Oh my god, this is the guy from the Morning Show and from Celebrity Wheel of Fortune that I watched last night. So it was like weird universal thing going on the universe i mean well he him and his brother are like this filmmaking duo and um i really like what they do man they've got this show on hbo called room 104 and it's kind of like the twilight zone but imagine the twilight zone only took place in one room so it's a room in a hotel where every episode is completely different cast completely different thing happens but it all takes place in this one hotel room so, you know, it could be 1960, 2020, man, woman, doesn't, like, there's so many different variations, but they did it for, like, three seasons, dude. It's a cool show. It's called Room 100 what? 104, I think. Pretty sure that's it. Cool. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually pretty cool. And it was, you know, I've never heard of a show like that where they're like, we're going to do the entire series in one room. Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. I do, I do like, um, I think his name is Mark Duplass, yeah. the guy who played Joseph. If that's mm-hmm. his name... Uh, sorry. No, I mean, I do like him. He's so versatile. In Morning Show, he's a totally different character. This, like, was insane. This was nuts. That guy, it freaked me out, this movie. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's definitely a creep. Like, you know, so uncomfortable, this guy. Uh, well, you know, why don't we, well, let's just go through the movie a little bit here, because I feel like this is going to be a shorter episode just because of how short the movie is. So, like, you know, we're talking about the Duplass brothers and all that shit, but why don't you give a, a synopsis of the film? So, you know, um, Creepy Crawlers? Yeah. It- it's like that. The toy? Creepy crawlers. It's not like that at all. <laughs> no, it's uh, not like that. So this guy, Joseph, he's sick with, I think, a brain tumor. He has an unborn child, and he wants to leave him this video memorial thing because he thinks he's going to die in three months. And his daughter or son, who he calls Buddy, will get to watch this video someday. So he hires Aaron to come do the video. And it's it just very odd. He scares him off the bat. And weirder and weirder things start happening where it's like, okay, I feel uncomfortable. But you get the sense that Aaron needs the money. And I'm sure this paid pretty well because the guy's dying. He doesn't give a shit about money, I'm sure. And it gets weirder and weirder. And it just unfolds into this ending, which is insane. But he becomes this stalker slash psychopath slash pathological liar. And he kind of like gets off on doing this stuff to people. It seems like it's he's crazy. He's a creep. Yeah, so just so everybody knows, Joseph, there, there's it's a found footage film, and it starts off it's it's a, it's on this one guy, Aaron, who 
yes, then goes to this, like, creepy, weird house, and then he meets Joseph, which tells him about the cancer yeah. and all that. But, yeah, I think, you know, in the beginning, you think this is just like, okay, this guy's doing, like, a video vlog or whatever, just filming him going up there and all that stuff. We find out at the end that this is actually, like, a compilation that was put together by Joseph. So we're watching something put together uh, post-humorous. Is that what you say when somebody's dead? Post-mortem. And, uh, yeah, so after Aaron was already dead. And this was put together after Aaron was dead. So so quite a question about that. So so Joseph made this compilation. He edited it, it yeah. seems like, on that DVD. Because we've seen him do and burn DVDs. Does Joseph film him sometimes? Like, I know he films him when he's sleeping at one point. Does he get the camera? Is it the same camera the whole time? Or is there another camera that Joseph uses? Mm, I think that it's mostly what Aaron's using. But, um, I mean, he could do whatever he wants. This is for him. It's not like, you know. Yeah. So... Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just like, it's very uncomfortable, you know, like mm. Joseph, Mark Duplass's character, like, what was the first red flag for you? For, I mean, I don't remember the, there was a couple before this, but the tubby time thing, I was like, okay, <laughs> this guy has, this guy has serious issues and I kind of want to get out of it because I don't think I'm the right person for this. This should be a family member. Mm. I would, I would recommend like, hey, listen, this isn't my style of art. I don't do this. So I'm going to have to step away. Yeah. and kindly just leave but i say i recommend if you're going to do this you have to do this with your family or someone doing it with a stranger is not going to be intimate it's not going to be meaningful phones today but whatever the, this was 2014 12 12 eh, i mean maybe you couldn't edit it on your phone at the time but i mean I, w- I would i would find a way to back out after that tubby time scene i'd be like this isn't right I mean, it's like constant red flags. Like, the tubby yeah. time is definitely the first thing where you're like, okay. There's definitely other things he does at the start, which like walking up the stairs and like he scares him or does something. It's like, okay, this guy's a little off-putting, but... He also hugs him, which is like, it's fine, but like... He scares him when he first shows up. And it's kind of like, you're with this guy and it's like, oh, he's going through a lot. He's going through a lot because he's dying. Uh, he has an unborn child on the way, and you kind of have that symp- sympathy about it. Right. But at the same time, I, I think I would back out the tubby time thing because it's just like, this is wrong for yeah. me to film a guy in a bathtub pretending to give his unborn child a bath. I don't feel right being the videographer for that. Yeah, the the, the bath thing obviously is weird, but I, I think the thing that, like, like y- you're right, like... It's like, oh, he's going to die, like, his kid, he's doing this for his kid. Like, so you can kind of sit there and be like, all right, like, fuck, I'm just, I wouldn't do this if this wasn't the case, but I'm going to do it because this guy's saying these things. But, I mean, once the guy, like, like, I could kill myself right now and, like, puts his head underwater and stuff like that and, like, pretends to do that, like, that's when you're like, all right, all right, all right. I would pretend someone's giving me a call and I'd call the authorities and I would probably, he'd probably end up in a 5150. This is like I'm pretty sure this guy has a death wish and he's dying, but he has a death wish, and I don't know. I feel very, very uncomfortable, and I'm almost like a morality thing. Like I should tell someone that this guy's like probably gonna film himself killing himself. I know, yeah. I mean, there's so many chances where you could get out, but let's say this. Let's say because they do elude that Aaron is not financially doing well, you know. So like a thousand bucks for eight hours of work is pretty damn good. So it's like, all right, well, I'm stuck in this situation, but. I think they needed to make that more evident, you know? Just be like, he's like, I'm about to lose my, my apartment sort of thing. Yeah, and like what I just said, it, Joseph is very good at coming up with the next answer. So if I was to like, you got to have your family film you mm. or something more intimate, he could be like, I literally have no one else and I can't put my wife through filming me doing this. Yeah. Like he would have that answer. That's how messed up he is. 
Well, think about it. I mean, how many times has he done this? We see at the end there's like 30 videotapes. So, like, he's done this quite a few times to quite a few people. So, yeah. apparently no, this is yeah. his favorite because of, like, how nice Aaron is. <laughs> and it's, like, so fucked up because at the end he's just like, he's like, no matter what I did, no matter what I said, you didn't go away. And it's like, damn. But so, didn't, so did all the other people unless they did go away and then he would just kill them. Well, I've seen the sequel, which is, it is a sequel, it's not a prequel, and it's a lot different than you think, actually, and it's actually very good. Before we get into that, I just want to ask you, did you like this movie? I did. I did. You did? I did. Yeah. Really, really good indie film, right? Yeah. No, I liked it a lot. I didn't, I, I mean, I obviously didn't hate it. The ending was like, ugh, like, it did give me shivers down my spine, because, like, that's just, you're watching it, and you're facing forward, and, like, it's just, it's just a cool idea where you're watching a TV, and you see someone also looking forward, and that happens to them, where you mm-hmm. feel, get that sense, like, someone could be behind me, but I need to watch this. Yeah. And it's a genius ending to a, a horror film. And it's terrifying, because you want to look behind you for a second. I think I might have. I think I might have, like, looked behind me real quick while that was happening. Well, just in case, I mean, I'm sure if anybody's listening to this, they've seen it, but basically the final straw is uh, Aaron goes to this this lake, and he sits on a bench, and he's just waiting for Joseph to meet him there. That's my probably my biggest gripe with the whole movie is that he doesn't turn around. That's why Joseph said that's why you're my favorite, right? Because right. You, like I just easily got you when I'm sure his other guys he had to chase down and stuff, right? And I think you know they had to justify that. Like Mark and Jay Duplass, they helped write this with the guy Aaron is the director and he's one of the writers too, mm-hmm. and they're smart. They know that people are going to be asking these questions and they're like, we got to come up with answers, so. So saying, like, yeah, you're my favorite because you were so trusting that you wouldn't even turn around and look, like, yeah, yeah, it explains it. But same thing, dude, like, you're in your apartment, you know that Joseph knows where you live, you're getting these creepy DVDs, you're getting creepy wolf uh, stuffed animals with shit in it and all that stuff, like, you know this is bad. I think they did a good job of making it seem like he was helpless, like, he called the cops, the cops were like, what do you want us to do? Yeah, that was, that was a not, like, half-assed version of that i i would literally go in the police station and be like here's Uh i need to talk to somebody i have a feeling that there's someone out there that's dangerous the fact that he said he's not dangerous is wrong because his phone call with angela i believe it was his sister is his sister we don't know how she's involved really i'm sure the sequel probably has something to do with that if i if i I, we'll, we'll do the sequel another time but okay uh i'm curious where if she is she really really her you know, his sister, is she involved? I mean, if she is on the phone with somebody, it's like, oh, is he doing the killings again? I'm curious about that story. The sequel, I don't remember if it gets into that. I don't I don't think it does. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, back to my point. Sorry, I completely remember what I was talking about. So, like, the the, dot, the, the sister who he thought was the, the wife that was raped by a right. wolf thing. Weird shit, weird shit. Or a guy that dressed up like a wolf, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't him. It's like, dude, this is so bizarre. I gotta get out of here, dude. Far away from this shit. I'd probably move if I was Aaron. I'd be like, I can't. I can't. I like. I can't. <laughs> You'd probably move. I would. I think I would. I mean, if you have no money and you got nothing, you know, I'm out. At least, at least move. Like, I mean, this guy will probably find you. But yeah, yeah. if you found him already, it's not like he gave him any reason to know where he lives. He looked him up, you know. Right, but Angela did tell him pretty much he is dangerous. So he should have told the police. He is dangerous. Yeah. I have a feeling this guy is very dangerous, and he's also suicidal. He doesn't do that. He says, "No, he could could be." And it's like, "No, right. dude, you gotta you gotta lay down that hammer." Like this guy's a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, and also like, dude, 
clearly he's coming to your house like he ripped open your uh the screen in your window and stuff like that so like he's dangerous also that that scene with the raccoons that wasn't raccoons that was him getting the necklace back which is creepy as hell right and like also like he has a dvd that was sent to him of joseph walking up a hill with garbage bags full of stuff now granted if this was court he could be like that was just it was a joke and those are full of turnips like whatever he wants to say i don't know why i did a trump accent there but um he (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's it's huge a turnip no but he um i don't know why like you still would be like hey like he just mailed this to me it's a little weird, right? And you also have the footage, I'm assuming, of him standing in front of the door in the peach fuzz fucking mask and not letting him leave, right? Yeah. So show that to the cops. What are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, it's very tricky because he doesn't really break the law until the end, which is messed up to think about. He doesn't. I mean, aside from stalking and all that stuff, I, he can't really prove anything because there's no return address. So Joseph, I think, would walk free if any, like, you know, anything happened you know, persecution-wise. Yeah, I don't I don't think there was ring cams in 2012. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I don't know what you would do aside from go get a gun. But this guy lives in L.A., and um, where it was filmed is called Crestline, California, so it's, like, two hours east of L.A. So I don't know, man. I mean, it's hard to get a gun here, especially that quick. And then was he going to get, like, a machete and, like, hope that hope for the best? I don't know what, what else. I mean, what else could he really do? He's no money. I mean, he had, he had the knife that was mailed to him. That's what it looked like. That's like, all oh, dude, you're not prepared. Yeah. 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 So this movie does a good job of making you feel helpless. Like, you you can relate to Aaron, you know, and you're just like, uh Well, you realize that Aaron is a good guy. He's sympathetic. Yeah. But it makes you feel bad where it's just, like, strangers, you want to help them. You know, right. even though he's getting paid to do a job, you still have that, like, ah, oh, dude, this guy. You know, and, and there's a job, like, there's a work ethic behind that one too it's like i want to do a good job too like i was paid for this i don't want to return the money yeah there's just too many red flags uh i mean from the start but like when he gets into the the wolf story the peach fuzz story uh, the lies started to roll out and also they go to a pancake place and he's lying about the pancake place you're lying about the pancakes now too dude like it's uh so this guy clearly is traveling i think too because he knows places to go but he's never been there yeah, I I would assume he's just renting things online. I don't even think Airbnb was out at this point, so he's probably just finding local listings on like Craigslist or whatever, renting it from there, and then yeah, oh yeah, because because Aaron says that he's like, oh, I found it's like a it's like a rental. I found it online. Yeah. So was he was he masturbating to the the video at the end of the movie? I got that uh... sense for a second, like he was getting off to Aaron dying, and um, huh. I just had I just had a feeling is he was he and then. I don't, I don't know. That was another, like, creepy part of it that kind of got under my skin. But I, I, they didn't say that, but it looked like he could have been. Oh, dude, I mean, that's like a double scream. Like, you're talking about at the end when it's like, you, you think you're seeing Aaron getting his head hit by the axe. Yeah. And then it turns into, like, then you see Joseph jump in front of the camera. Then it turns to the other Joseph, and they both scream. I was like, ah! Like, I forgot about that, too. I jumped for a second. I mean, that was another thing, too, where, like, Aaron's still recording this for some reason at his house. Like, details about it. I don't, I don't know why he's documenting everything. What do you mean, like, when he, oh, when he's, like, at his his own house? Yeah, I remember, like, he, like, documents, like, him opening up the package and stuff. And that's probably why Joseph oh, yeah. really loves this guy. Because I'm sure not everyone he's done this to has recorded onwards. <gasps> so No, do you ever think, like, when something creepy's happening, like, I'm going to take on my phone and record this now? Like, no, that never, that's never your first thought, usually. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's a found footage movie, though. They have to do that, you know. 
Definitely. And Aaron did a lot of things wrong right off the bat. First of all, just being poor. Like, just don't be poor, Aaron. Like, <laughs> oh, don't be poor. I'm <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, he. it's funny, though, because he mentions, like, his girlfriend broke up with him or whatever. Like, he had his heart broken recently, and now he's not doing well financially. So you're just like, damn, dude, Joseph, like, you're a real piece of shit, man. Like, you're going after a guy that, like, clearly is not doing well, and you're like, well, I'm going to kill him. You know, I'm going to manipulate him and kill him. Also, I mean, he, he, wet, he you know, he pisses his pants. With that story, I mean, I kind of laughed. I laughed two times, and I shouldn't have laughed because it was kind of scary, but... <laughs> The time when he's blocking the door as the peach fuzz, I did do a chuckle. I don't know if you you laughed at that at all. It looked funny to me. I'm just standing there. I mean, like, what would you do? Like, I was just like, what would I do? I would fucking run right through Mark Duplass. I'm sorry, dude. Like, you would get yeah. your fucking shit pushed in. Like, I would run right through you. I wouldn't get my card because you stole my keys. So I would yeah. boogie out of there so fast you wouldn't get me, and I can run pretty far. Well. That's the thing. There, there's two parts of the movie where I kind of like roll my eyes at a little bit. <clears throat> so I want to know what happens after that wolf thing. So he just stops recording. He then runs down the street. He figures out how to get a tow to come get the car. Like all of that. He stopped filming that. Like why? So I'm like the movie's only an hour and 17 minutes. Like we, it'd be kind of interesting to see like him running down the hill at night or whatever. And then calling a tow truck or something like that. Could have been interesting. Uh, another thing that I was just like, why didn't they film that is um, the when they're in the woods and, and uh, they're like, hey, uh, do you remember how we get back? And he's like, no, I have no idea. And then the next scene, they're just like back. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That could have been a Blair Witch problem. That could have, they. I mean, that's the thing about this movie. It, they probably had all these ideas and they just kind of, you know, trailed them together. But like he says, like, I don't know how to get back. But then he's like, I know a pancake place. It's like, well, do you know how to get back to the pancake place? That's kind of what I was asking myself, too. Yeah, because, well, that's the thing. I mean, like, they don't need to do a whole Blair Witch thing, but they could they could have done another scene where, like, they're lost at night yeah. or something like that, and then they have another weird conversation or something like that, and then they finally get home. You know what like, I thought was going to happen when I was watching it? Because he runs off, and then he scares him. I thought there was going to be a cliff there where he thought he jumped off a cliff or something uh, yeah. and was, like, freaking out for a second, and then... Then he right. scared him, but that didn't happen. That's what I thought was going to happen. I also thought when he went to lean over to videotape the heart rock that Joseph was going to mess with him and like kind of pretend to push him or something. And like, say, I'm, I'm kidding. Come on. That's funny. Mm. Like they're building yeah. trust almost messed up trust. But yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's weird. Cause I don't really even, when I think of found footage movies, I never think of this one. It doesn't really remind me of a found footage mm. movie. Maybe because we, we really do intimately get to know the person behind the camera too. So maybe that's why, where I always feel like the person behind the camera, we don't really know that yeah. well. I don't know. What's great, but... too, is this must have been the most budget-friendly movie. Like, more than Blair Witch. Like, right? Like, Well, yeah, maybe. Because there's literally only three people in the entire movie, and only two people on camera. That, and the, like, what do you gotta pay for? You gotta pay for a stuffed animal wolf, a wolf mask, and then the axe scene at the end, which was probably just some really good quick cut trick where mm -hmm. they cut real quick mm -hmm. to like a that doll that's what i was thinking i was like how did they get that and then it was so perfect it was so perfect yeah they they probably just had like one frame where they switched them out and uh and then yeah they were able i kind of want to watch that again but like honestly there's not much it's in the woods you know they're at a pancake place i mean they probably had to pay the pancake place no think about it dude they literally probably were just like hey let's just take out our phones and filming it yeah yeah i think this was filmed on a phone dude i think so, so like they could have literally just like just had a camera out at the at restaurant i mean whatever that's amazing it's supposed to be real so it's like 
you know? I love it. I love it. Dude, I've always, I mean, they, dude, honestly, it reminds me of that Postman thing we made a little bit, too. Remember that? Uh, yeah. It wasn't found footage, but it was, it was similar where there was a guy who was obsessed with somebody and went after them. And it had that, like, craziness to it, but... I know that was just a fun film that we made, but it reminded me of like that, like that, like you can do movies, you can film stuff, and it doesn't have to cost a lot. It just takes passion and and a, and a little. And horror is always the best way to start off in film. I always thought that it's the cheapest way. That's always been my philosophy. Like if you want to get into film, get into horror. You just do a horror movie. Think of it. Think of it because the Paranormal Activity is a huge one. Blair Witch is a huge one, and. It just took off from there. Billion dollar franchises too. Well, also the other thing is horror translates to all cultures. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody's afraid of ghosts or whatever or zombies. Like it, it doesn't. You don't really need to be from a certain place to be afraid of stuff like that or murder. You know, like that. The, like Saw is scary in Japan and Uganda and wherever. It's scary everywhere. But comedy is like uh, you're either going to get this or you're not. And even if it's an American comedy for an American audience, even most Americans are probably not going to find it funny. So I think, yeah, horror is like the best and the cheapest probably way to go. Yeah. And this movie is a perfect example of that. Yeah. And I loved it. I did want to say, yeah, just about like our short film that we made almost 10 years ago now. Yeah, me, you, and Dom and Kara uh, Harvey, we all filmed this like short little it was called The Postman, and it's about, like, uh, a mailman who, yeah, who, like, has access to your mail, knows your routines. Like, that's what we thought was scary. It was, like, it's not just some guy. It's some guy that, like, that knows you, knows your neighborhood, knows where your husband works, knows what bills you get. Your social security number, possibly. Like, I mean, yeah, he could steal anything he wants. So we thought that would be a scary idea. I think uh, the problem was it was uh, poorly cast. <laughs> I should not have been the murderer. You should, yeah, I wish we could go back and I was the, the creepy guy. I really looked back at it. I was like, oh, man. I just felt like, I don't know why I did that. Like, that was like my <laughs> film, though. Like, I wanted to do that for like a, a school project. And I honestly got like a lot. I, I used that project like for like two different grades. And I did very well. They showed it in front of the class too. Like this, this was amazing. Like like, this is great. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I did it. I edited it in a security booth. Like, (laughs) (laughs) jeez, yeah, no, but that was fun. You know, it's it's fun to shoot horror. And um... yeah, it's my favorite. But another thing about this movie and like the way I, I saw this movie like right when it came out. And the way that I saw it was, it was one of the first movies on Netflix. Stop it! Like like with DVD style. No, no, no. So, like, literally, like, 10 years ago, like, Netflix was a DVD service. You get your mails or your DVDs mailed to you or whatever. They also had the streaming thing. But, like, nobody cared. Like, nobody wanted to, like, do it or whatever. And I was like, well, it's kind of cool. You can just watch movies from your computer. Like, because you couldn't even get, there weren't apps on TVs. So, you're like, you just got it on your computer. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I just clicked on Creeper and I watched it on my computer, like, in 2014. I was like, this is, or maybe it was, like, 2015 or whatever. But I was like, this is fucking scary, dude. And, uh, yeah, so Creep and Creep 2 are both on Netflix. They're not Netflix movies, but I just remember thinking that was such a cool idea. And now it's everything is streaming, but, like, that was one of the first movies I ever saw, streaming. Wild how uh, how far streaming's come, too. Like, it's just, it literally, it's going full circle from the cable package real quick. It's literally, like, all these different cable, like, networks, and then you get a package where you pay. It's just reinventing the cable package. But, like, imagine, like, you know, streams, like, river. It, all the streams flow into the river. Yeah. We wrote a sketch about it. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. One, one package is, like, seventy nine ninety nine. It's like, well, that's what the cable package was in the 90s. So, there you go. 
We've wasted everybody's time, yeah. but now it's all wireless. And if your internet goes out, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's it all sucks. It all sucks. The world sucks. What are you gonna do? <laughs> but but back in the back in the day, you know, when shit wasn't so bad and people weren't on their phones all the time, you know, TikTok didn't exist, Instagram barely exists. People were just people. You know, creep. Creep was streaming. I didn't have a smartphone until 2011, I think. I had, like, a shitty phone until 2011. And then I ended up in a security booth, and I was like, I need something. Like, I need to play, like, that that game, whatever, Jungle Run or something, Temple Run. So I lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. I would do anything in the world for everybody to just go back to having flip phones. I hate this. I hate what yeah. people have become. Yeah. It sucks, dude. It but sucks. Anyways, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about creep. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, listen, if you haven't seen this movie and you've somehow listened to all this episode, uh, sorry we ruined it, but watch this movie. Really good found footage. Wait, Alec, why, why are you listening to this if you didn't see the movie? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, a lot of people listen to our episodes and I'm like... There's no way every single person has seen every single one of these movies. So, anyways, I don't know. I mean, dude, like, I, I, there's plenty of YouTube horror stuff that I watch, and even if I haven't seen the movie, because I'm like, I just like what these guys talk about, or I like this person's rendition of it, or maybe it'll make me want to go see the movie. I don't know. But yeah. this is a really very creative movie. 2014 is when it came out or whatever, and I don't know. It doesn't really bring you back to that time, but it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It feels like more like 2010. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you were, uh, if you know, I just want to ask you though. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. If you had to come up with a sequel idea for this, I just want to see how close you are to the to the uh, actual sequel. I would like to 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 start off with a cop starting to get the hunch like there's someone out there doing this shit, and that's how the movie starts. And watching Joseph evade the cops, I think that would be interesting in my mind. Huh? So it wouldn't be found footage anymore. It wouldn't be found footage. Okay. It would be more more cops pursuing because we know the found footage story. We've seen it. I think that would be a cool way to do it. And watching Joseph with his sister working together, maybe, mm. and then finally getting defeated or whatever. Well, <clears throat> they do. They are planning a third one, so that's kind of cool. March twenty twenty. They all stop. Wait, wait. No, March 2020, they stated they were struggling to come up with a concept, but they do want to film a Creep 3. So I guess... All right, never mind. So I guess it's not coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely want to do Creep 2 on the podcast. With mm. you. I would like to, to talk about that for sure. Yeah, I won't ruin it. Um, I don't really remember it, but if I had a sequel idea, I actually thought of one, and it could be it. It could just be in my memory. But I thought it'd be interesting if, kind of like your idea, it's a it's not a cop, but it's like a private investigator who is aware of what's going on and goes to catch him sort of thing and is like pretending that he like doesn't know who this guy is okay so pretty much my idea about a private investigator so like got it no, no no like, got it. Got no, it. no 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 <laughs> like he he plays into it and he's not a cop he's like a you know he's a guy that basically goes to the house and is like he knows exactly who this mm-hmm. guy is. He knows exactly that he like tries to like lies to you and all but this he's, stuff. He's pretending to be one of those guys. So he's trying. He's pretending mm. to be like Aaron because he knows. But he knows what this is about. So you know, like he's gonna go in there and he's almost like setting a trap for him. You know, very, very good, very good. That is not what happens, though. Uh, I won't ruin what actually happens. I don't think that's what happens. I like that idea, though. I do like that idea. Now that you mentioned it, like someone like going in and be like, "We're gonna, we're gonna get the evidence we need." Yeah, like I know, like it's almost like what if it was like Aaron's brother or something like that, and he didn't realize that like 
there is a backup or something. All right, that might be the layer that's too much yeah. for the onion. Right. But, okay, yeah. maybe not Aaron then. Just somebody who who knows. But anyways, yeah, good movie. You know, very cheaply done, but very like effective. So yeah, I recommend this if you're just like either just like stoned out of your mind late at night or like drunk. Like, hey, this one's only an hour. Like. We're going to fall asleep. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, seriously, it's super quick. Hour and 17. Like, yeah, in and out. You know, I don't know. If, I don't think it was, I don't even know. I thought it had to be an hour and a half to be in theaters, so I have no idea. But, anyways, what do you say you spin the wheel, Eric? We shall, Alec. All right. Spinning. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Dracula Untold. Oh, God. Yeah, I kind of remember. I kind of remember when this came out. <laughs> I saw this in theaters, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I think we have Justin coming I saw out. it in theaters with Justin, so oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I'll see if he remembers that, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it'll just be him and I doing that one tomorrow, and then uh, and then whatever we get, we'll bring, you, uh, we'll bring you on back one for that one, Eric. Hell yeah. All right, cool. Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening to our episode on Creep today. If you haven't had a chance, we have plenty of episodes that are coming out every day of October, and you can check them all out. And we will see everybody tomorrow with Dracula Untold. Woo!